voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio. Well, here we are again, and there's never any radio news, so we'll have a real short show tonight because we never have any breaking news, nothing going on. But we do have a surprise for you tonight. Our friend DJ Doug is going to come in right after Jennifer's call letter. So if you're not listening or you've stopped in, you might want to listen because he's going to review a brand new radio. And when it's good to Doug, it's one whale of an AM, FM radio and HD. So yeah, like that. Be sure to check that out. Hey, Jeff, tell them what hey. show it is and take it away, please. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, Bill. Well, first of all, of course, we're going to hear Doug's review of the, of the radio as well, but we're going to have our radio news from a national perspective, follow it up by Jennifer, Jennifer Sparks' color and format changes, and we'll hopefully get to Doug's radio if, if he is here, and I'm sure he will be. After that, we'll have a feature on Donald Davidson. And who is Donald Davidson? He was an analyst for the Indianapolis 500, and he came to Minnesota in 1964. He was hired by Sid Collins, essentially, to, to uh, do the Indianapolis 500. <laughs> as an analyst, and he just retired. After that, we're going to take a trip back in time to 1961, and we're going to hear Bobby Mitchell on on San Francisco's KYA radio. And finally, in my featured station section, we're going to travel to Brunswick, Georgia, listen to country music on WRJY-FM, and we're going to hear Alternative Rock on WDZH-FM from Detroit, Michigan. And all in all, I guess we're going to, what can I say, we're going to have a very busy program this week. And it is December 10th, uh, 2020, and it's show 562. There you go. And where's our buddy Sean at tonight? Sean is at the dentist. He he was hoping to get some good uh, meds from the dentist so he would really enjoy the show. That was his goal. Okay, well. Well, maybe he'll enjoy the show with the good meds. uh, (laughs) That might be the only way the show would sound good is if you are got some, what, Percocet or whatever the dentist gives you. Whatever they give them these days. Is that to make you feel good or whatever the case may be? They don't use it as much as they used to anymore. uh, I don't think so. No. Yeah, you uh, can't get drugs like you used to. You know yeah, what I mean? What's yeah, what's with you? Yeah. 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 But it's before, just no fun anymore. Right. Yeah. Before I know. We, before Why have we a get into this? Yeah. It's not worth it. And but, but, before, we, before we get to the radio news, I want to show all the people who celebrate Hanukkah, like myself and Mike, very, very happy Hanukkah. And, uh, Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Thank you. Happy Thank Hanukkah. You. And Bernie, any stories before we get started? Do you have anything you want to... <laughs> you think I might have a story, Bill? No. Every day is a never. story in radio, Bernie. You know that. Not, not, not Bernie. Bill, Bernie. Thinks, Bill thinks I might have a story. <laughs> you might. Well, if not, you can make one there up. Was a, there was a, there was a uh, Zoom meeting earlier this week, um, and I, I attended it, and uh, it was all about the the virus and i thought oh well this is just going to tell us that we're going to go back to closing things down and working from home and 
I was all ready for that, but no, they they furloughed a bunch of people. Oh, uh, that it's and yeah. you know what, you know what, Bernie, and I don't want to. I hate to be negative, but I, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe you can tell me I'm, I'm being too negative. But, but when you read the radio news that I have, I mean, you just see more of it every day. It's but not, it wasn't oh, yeah. you, was yeah. it, Bernie? Yeah, it wasn't you on the furlough. I know, and you know, one of the reasons why is because now I'm part-time. That's uh, no. right. If, well, if, if, so, if they furlough you, right, it well, will be more part-time. Let me ask you, Bernie, any names that I would know that might be furloughed? Uh, you you, uh, you know Terry Stacy. Yeah. From, uh, and uh, uh, you might know Dan Osborne. He did uh, a lot of production stuff. Yeah. And uh, our, our midday girl on B, Ann Richards. Um, yeah, but what what happened is a lot of people who are left now had to take a twenty percent pay cut. Right? Well, that's yeah. that's, and you don't have a choice. You take a twenty percent pay cut, or you're gone. Anyway, you know. That's well, not, yeah. I, I, the reason I'm asking this question is in the mornings I listen to the fan sports show, and Big Joe's been calling in every day. Been calling in and i'm thinking this is strange why is he calling in all of a sudden when he's always in the studio if he's on vacation he's on vacation he's not doing radio right something's not adding up here did jeff run the meeting for uh, bernie did your owner run the meeting yeah and what, what was this uh, was, was he i'm not asking you to can't, i'm not asking you to give trade secrets but was he talking about the fact that the revenue is really down as it was he yes yeah. well and you know they got uh they got uh, money at the beginning of the uh, the whole thing, you know, from uh, federal money because right. they were a small business. Right. And that, that money ran out. That money ran out a long time ago. But they thought if they could just hang on, uh, the things would get better a little bit sooner than they have. Yeah. And so Jeff is never, ever one to, uh, to do this unless he has to. And uh, if I were full time still, I would have had to take a twenty percent pay cut. But because right. I'm because I'm part time, uh, they're thrilled to have me around because I'm, I'm now I'm getting more hours. <laughs> this wow. retirement's yeah. really going well for you, isn't it? Brian? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. really crazy. You're part time. You, you're part time. You do the, but they don't have to pay you any extra benefits or pay into your retirement or anything right, like that. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's it's, right. it, it, it's tragic. Yeah. And the same thing happened to me at WERK back in 1980. When I got hired, I was a weekender, and they decided that they had to cut costs, so they let two full-timers go. But because I was a part-timer, I got to stay. <laughs> so You were born under a lucky star, I think. Wow. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> one, of our, one of our callers, uh, Walter, that calls it, he wasn't so lucky. He did get furloughed. Oh, was okay. he looking for a radio station? The only thing I want to say quickly is that uh, that I don't know how many more cuts they can make at iHeartMedia, at least in the Albany area, because there's really almost there are stations with no local live talent on there, and I I don't know when it's going to end, Bernie. And I I was, I was well, talking. I heard uh, I heard a rumor that here in Indianapolis on iHeart they now have 13 employees, and nine of them are salespeople. Wow. <laughs> and you know what they, what they can do? And, and it's very easy. I know we're holding up radio news here, but what they can do. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> but no, but really, and I was talking to my friend who works at one of the radio stations. They don't need people at these studios. Everything that's done on the air can be done remotely from centralized yes. locations all over the uh, all over the country. So, it, 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 Well, like, like everything and every other industry, and we say this uh, pretty much every week with this pandemic, 
it is accelerated automation because people have found out that they can work at home. You know, you won't yep. see as many people coming back. You know, the big the big people who are going to don't invest in like office buildings because they're going to be empty, you know, oh, uh, compared yeah. to what they but, used to be. But I forgot to put this in the news because I just heard about it today. Who's the guy that worked all nights on WBZ just recently and got, got the axe? Oh, Bradley J. Bradley J. is back on Sunday on, I believe it's Saturday or Saturday and Sunday nights from 9 to midnight doing talk. Okay, I'll, I'll have to check that out. Now, I did know Morgan White was uh, coming I, back. I mean, no, not, not Bradley J., Morgan White. I'm sorry. Okay, Bradley J. had the regular ship, but Morgan White filled in a lot. And, well, he's, uh, the one that, he's, he's the one that's back on WBZ. He's a good guy. I went to school with him at uh, Graham Junior College. He's a good guy. So, wow. we shall see some format changes here in Indianapolis after the first of the year in more cutbacks. That's all I'm going to say. And this is strange. Now, how does, is this happening? We've got two sports stations at 93.5 owned by MS and 107.5, and they simul or 1070 simulcast them on AM. Well, this weekend, I don't understand this. 1070 is going to be free for some hours, and they're going to carry a Pacer game all standalone, and 93.5 and 107.5 is going to do their programming. So. I thought the radio stations they had that the the AM stations actually were were what dictated what the um, translators the translators. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Any clarification there, Jeff? I'm not sure myself, Bill. I really can't answer. I wonder if they're on an HD two of somebody. Well, they might be. One oh seven five is one oh seven five is. Ninety-three yeah. five is actually um, from ten seventy. That's a result of. Uh, never mind that, guys. So anyway, I guess we better get to Jeff's award-winning news so we can deal with a problem caller we've got here. Okay. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio. It is what's happening in the world of broadcasting. The rounds of layoffs continue at iHeartMedia. The king of all media inks another five-year contract with Sirius Satellite Radio. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and continue our look at the Nielsen November Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and iHeartMedia continues to churn out those layoffs. There was a bit of a break for the Thanksgiving holiday, but the layoffs continue, and most notably, the layoffs hit New York City and Los Angeles, California. In Los Angeles, California, Bootleg Kev is out at Radio Station W. WRRLFM. He handled evenings for the radio station and the radio station programs of hip hop and R&B format. He came to the radio station after working in Phoenix, Arizona and Tampa, Florida. In New York City, layoffs at radio station WHCZFM with the departure of Brady. WHCZFM programs of pop CHR format. Brady came to this radio station after working in Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon, and Detroit, Michigan. In other news, fans of the Howard Stern Show will be happy to know that Howard Stern has eked out yet another five-year contract deal with Sirius Satellite Radio. He came to Sirius Satellite Radio in 2000. 2006. And when this contract runs out, he will have spent 20 years with the Satellite Network. Not only has Howard Stern inked out a five-year deal with Sirius Satellite Radio, but Sirius Satellite Radio has also inked out a deal that after five years, they will be able to continue using the audio and video that Howard Stern has created for the next seven years. Howard Stern remarked that with the new contract, he is also able to work from home, and that doesn't make it very difficult for him. And let's face it, he only works three days a week and makes about $100 million a year. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. We have a new FCC commissioner to replace Michael O'Reilly. Last week, we told you that Michael O'Reilly, a Republican commissioner, was going to end his involvement with the FCC on January 20th, 
when President Biden takes over the White House. Michael Bennington will represent a conservative face on the FCC, and he supports Donald Trump's assertion that social media should be liable for the posts of its users. In other news, the Jim Polito Show expands to Providence, Rhode Island. With the departure of Ron Pierre, who had been doing mornings at radio station WHJJ AM, Jim Polito will be taking over that spot. Jim Polito originated his show at radio station WTAG AM in Worcester, Massachusetts, and he's also heard at radio station WHYN AM in Springfield, Massachusetts. In other news, WXYT AM has inked out a multi-year contract to keep the Detroit Red Wings and Detroit Tigers on radio station WXYT-FM. WXYT-FM programs in all sports format. In other news, the radio landscape will change in Houston, Texas with the retirement of Kevin Klein from radio station KKBQ-FM. Kevin Klein, along with his partner Tim Tuttle, came to KKBQ-FM in 2005 after working in Tallahassee, Florida. Kevin Klein also worked in St. Louis, Missouri, and a number of other radio markets. KKBQ-FM programs in country format. In other news, folks in Atlanta, Georgia will be seeing changes to the radio landscape as radio station WALR-FM KISS 104.1 will be unveiling a new morning show. The morning show will be hosted by Frank Ski, who's very familiar with the Atlanta, Georgia radio market. He used to work at radio station WVEE-FM. He comes to radio station WALR-FM after working at radio station WHUR-FM owned and operated by Howard University in Washington, D.C. In other news, Tony Cortez and Adam Michael swap shifts at radio station WSMG-FM in San Antonio, Texas. Tony Cortez, who had been handling afternoons at the radio station, will move to mornings, and Adam Michaels will be handling afternoons at the radio station. In West Palm Beach, Florida, folks will be noticing changes to the radio landscape at radio station WLDI-FM. The morning show, hosted by Frankie B. and Michelle Fay, has come to an end. An afternoon drive personality, Carmine, will be handling mornings for this radio station. Carmine has been with the radio station since 2010. In other news, say goodbye to Jason Ellis at Sirius Satellite Radio. Jason Ellis had been hosting the Talk Faction channel on this radio channel, but he was fired at the end of November. Finally, changes at ESPN's national network will affect the local programming on radio station WEPN-FM in New York City. They transmit on a frequency of 98.7. Barton Hahn had been handling middays at radio station WEPN-FM. However, that's all going to change as Barton Hahn will be moving to the 12 to 2 p.m. shift on ESPN's national schedule. So here's how it all plays out on radio station WEPN-FM. While WEPN-FM will have more national programming, they will, for the first time, be able to partially compete with mornings with a new local live morning show that will compete against radio station WFAN-AM. The current local show that aired from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., hosted by Rick DiPietro, Chris Canty, and Dave Rothenberg, will air mornings from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. ESPN's national morning show will air from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m., followed by the Mike Greenberg show from 10 a.m. till noon. And ESPN's local programming will continue from 3 p.m. till midnight. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen November Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one-ranked radio station is WTOP-FM with its all-news operation. The number two-ranked radio station is WAMU-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Washington, D.C. is WMAL-FM, also programming a news talk format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one-ranked radio station is WBZ-AM with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is WROR-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WZLX-FM with a classic rock format. In Miami, Florida, the number one-ranked radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Miami, Florida is WLYF-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, talk reigns supreme with the number one and number two-ranked radio stations. The number one-ranked radio station in Seattle, Washington is KUOW-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is KIRO-FM, also programming a news talk format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Seattle, Washington is KZOK-FM with a classic rock format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one-ranked radio station is WMXD-FM with an urban adult 
contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WCSX FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WXYT FM with an all sports format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one ranked radio station is KFYI AM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KNIX FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KESZ FM with an adult contemporary format. In the Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota market, the number one ranked radio station is KNOW FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KFXN FM with an all sports format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in the Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota market is KSTP FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In San Diego, California, the number one ranked radio station is KPBS FM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KLNV FM with a regional Mexican format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Diego, California is KXSN FM with a classic hits format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one ranked radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WRBQ-FM with a classic hits format. And here's a surprise for this market. The number three ranked radio station is WHPT-FM with a news talk format. In the market that serves Denver and Boulder, Colorado, the number one ranked radio station is KCFR-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KQMT-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station is KYGO-FM with a country format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one ranked radio station is WWIN-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WIYY-FM with a rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WERQ-FM with an urban format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is KSHE-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KLOU-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KSD-FM with a country format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen November personal people meter ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, a drug company is number one. Bristol Myers Squibb Pfizer is number one, followed by Bank of America, Progressive Insurance, Geico Insurance, and Merrill Lynch. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great job as usual, Jeff. Thank you. I was surprised. I wasn't surprised about the drug uh, companies being number one, but it's not because of the COVID thing. They're promoting drugs to prevent heart attacks and to fight heart attacks. So that's what they're this, and that's what you're hearing on the radio stations. And it's a cooperative venture between us, Bristol Myers uh, and Squibb and uh, and, uh, and and Pfizer. You said and Pfizer, Pfizer. Yes. Yeah. I still think I, think I want to be Howard Stern for a year, though. I yeah. could do okay if I had that. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it was interesting. I, you know, we always know San Francisco, Washington, and so forth are always going to be the news talk, and, and that's the top yep. stuff. But Baltimore's right up the street. They never are. I think we had BAL in there a couple of months ago once. But basically, it's all music in Baltimore, and it's all talk I in Washington. the same thing. And, and there are other markets like that, too. It's, like, amazing. And Florida, Florida. For example, Miami, you would, you would think that WIOD... But then, but then I have a friend who lives in Miami, and uh, and he says, "Well, why would anyone listen? What anyone want to listen to WIOD? There's heart. There's like no local programming on there except maybe in the morning, and everything is all Sunday, yeah. right?" And I don't think uh, from I'm remembering that Christmas music on Christmas doesn't do all that well in Miami either. Which um, in the morning you have programming from six to ten, and then in the afternoon you have in, in mud. mud. Oh. 
Ryan, Ryan Mudd. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Oh, we're all now. Oh, no. Hey, go, go, go. I think you'll look back. Oh, wow. Nice going, DJ Dunn. Let me meet you a second. Okay, let me try it now. See out. Yeah, that we're good. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we'll get Dove back fixed in just a moment here. One thing, one thing, and we covered this on Tuesday night. It didn't break until after last week's show uh, in Chicago sports radio. Len Casper of the Cubs is going from TV with the Cubs to radio with the White Sox, and the reason is he would like to call a World Series, and he by doing radio, he said, the, you know, that's the best option because he said the Cubs don't need anybody for radio; they already have one of the best in the business. So he is yeah. going to the White Sox. And you know, if you really want to cover a team radio is the way to do it and especially when they get back to traveling because you're you're with the team and you really uh and you're there through the whole postseason you're the voice you really are the voice of the team yeah because remember tv does not get to do anything with the the world series that's right no they don't and you know radio is what do we always say when you think of a team, you think of the radio announcer. Well, I do. You certainly do. The radio announcers yep. first. You don't think of... Baseball is just made for radio for some reason. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's because the way the game's played or whatever the There's case There's time is. to talk. You know, it's not so fast. And uh, you, your, your imagination, you know, and a lot of people have played baseball or they've been at baseball games. They can imagine it. And it's, it's just, and it started, you know, it popular, it, they popularized each other. They were hand in glove. We talk about the NFL and, and TV, but baseball and radio did it too, because when the twenties came along, you'd just come out of the Black Sox scandal and all that. And along came radio, putting the local games on, you know, in the afternoons and people started to come back to baseball. And so they kind of had a uh, partnership relationship like the NFL and TV and cable and, and, and he said that was you know? and that was his thing Chris he said you know he said I grew up on radio and he said I've always wanted to do radio so he said this was the opportunity to do yeah, radio and he's good at it too cuz he's done he those fifth innings with um, with the Cubs uh, during the postseason and, and well during uh, the regular season too when they're not on TV you know Sunday night games and stuff and and he does a good job so he'll and, he'll do well for Well that. and for someone who doesn't follow how well are the Cubs doing these days well the white Sox are probably <laughs> closer to the world series right yeah. now than the cubs are that's, that's what i, that's what I thought you were the, cubs, say. the cubs are in a uh, cash cutting mode yes. a lot of teams are but the, but they, they've got a lot of free agents all coming up in the next couple of years and uh, their their head the head of operations theo epstein uh, just took a powder because he doesn't want to preside over the uh the taking a part of the team i think so i think, I think that, that whole that, that whole division, division is in cash cutting yeah yeah Okay, what uh, I think uh, we're more echoes. what we're going to do because we've got a little bit of an echo here. Oh, oh enjoy nobody wave ABC. ABC. <laughs> hey, that, that's Sorry a, about that, guys. No problem. When you talk, you don't echo. We right. That's the way it works. No, no, it was going through a wrong sound card. The sound card it's supposed to go through. You're not echoing now, are you? I don't think so. Uh, oh, there you go. But oh, hang on, I can fix it. Well, why don't we get And we'll be back in about 13 minutes, Doug. So we're going to do this real quick. 
Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of December 10th. KEUNFM 105.5, Eunice, Louisiana, changes format from silent to country and adds slogan Cajun Country. KFCM 98.3, Cherokee Village, Arkansas, changes city of license from Cherokee Village. Village to Ash Flat. KJCC 89.5 Carnegie, Oklahoma changes format from silent to religious teaching and adds a network provider Christian Satellite Network and adds slogan CSN International. KRCB FM 91.1 Santa Rosa, California changes city of license from Santa Rosa to Windsor. KSRA 960 Salmon, Idaho changes format from adult contemporary to classic hits and changes slogan from the heart of Idaho to classic radio. KVOO FM 98.5 Tulsa, Oklahoma changes slogan from 98.5 KVOO Tulsa's country to 98.5 The Bull. KWBE 1450 Beatrice, Nebraska changes format from silent to classic hits and adds slogan News Channel Nebraska 1450 WALX 100.9 Orville, Alabama changes city of license from Orville to Selma. WCZZ 1090 Greenwood, South Carolina changes format from sports to urban adult contemporary and changes slogan from Fox Sports Greenwood to Magic 102.7 FM and 1090 AM. WERS 88.9 Boston, Massachusetts changes format from variety to adult alternative and changes slogan from music discovery to WERS 88.9 WLOM 90.5 Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey changes city of license from Egg Harbor Township to Summers Point WTUA 106.1 St. Stephen, South Carolina changes city of license from St. Stephen to Panopolis WZAP 690 Bristol, Virginia changes format from contemporary Christian to Southern Gospel and changes slogan from 93.3 FM WZAP Music for Life to 93.3 FM WZAP KSURAM 1260 Beverly Hills, California changes format from not available to classical and adds slogan K Mozart and changes calls to KMZTAM WATZ FM 99.3 Alpena, Michigan changes slogan from today's country 99.3 and 96.7 to WATZ today's country 99.3 
WCCWFM 107.5 Traverse City, Michigan changes slogan from Good Time Rock and Roll to WCCW 107.5 WFOM 1230 Marietta, Georgia changes slogan from the Sports X 1230 AM and 106.3 FM to Extra 106.3 FM and 12.30 AM. WIFN 1340 Atlanta, Georgia changes network provider from Fox Sports Radio to ESPN Radio Network and changes slogan from the Sports X 1340 AM and 103.7 FM to ESPN Atlanta 103.7 and 1340. WKLT 97.5 Kalkaska Michigan changes slogan from the rock station to klt the rock station wrgz 96.7 rogers city michigan changes format from country to classic rock and changes slogan from w-a-t-z today's country 99.3 to klt the rock station w-r-r-d a-m 1510 wakesha wisconsin changes calls to WGKB AM WYSC 102.7 McRae, Georgia changes format from format not available to adult contemporary KIFX 98.5 Naples, Utah changes format from adult contemporary to hot AC KVEL 920 Vernal, Utah, changes slogan from News Talk Sports 920 KVEL to News Talk KVEL. WBDK 96.7 Algoma, Wisconsin, changes format from adult standards to classic hits. WESX 1230 Nahant, Massachusetts, changes format from ethnic to Spanish news talk. WFIA 900, Louisville, Kentucky, changes format from contemporary Christian to religious teaching and adds slogan, The Spirit. WKLB 1290, Manchester, Kentucky, changes format from contemporary Christian to religious teaching. WRKU 102.1, Forestville, Wisconsin, changes format from adult hits to hot AC. WTCM-FM 103.5, Traverse City, Michigan, changes slogan from today's country music to 103.5. WQJB-FM 104.5, State College, Mississippi, changes calls to WLXD-FM. WSFZ 930, Jackson, Mississippi, changes slogan from 1039WYAB, stimulating talk to Ben. WSRZ FM 107.9, Coral Cove, Florida, changes slogan from Suncoast Greatest Hits to 1079WSRZ. KJEL 103.7 Lebanon, Missouri 
changes slogan from regional radio to KJEL 103.7, KJPW 1390, Waynesville, Missouri, changes slogan from the talk of Pulaski County to KJPW Talk 1390. KWIE 101.3 Barstow, California changes format from silent to R&B oldies and adds slogan Old School 101.3. WCGT 89.1 Tidyut, Pennsylvania changes format from silent to contemporary Christian and adds network provider Family Life Network Work and add slogan Family Life Network. WKLK 1230 Cloak, Minnesota changes slogan from America's Best Music to WKLK 1230. WMRN 1490 Marion, Ohio changes slogan from Hometown Radio to 1490 WMRN News Radio. W-O-A-K 90.9 LaGrange, Georgia changes format from silent to southern gospel and adds slogan The Oak 90.9 FM WSVX 1520 Shelbyville, Indiana changes format from hot AC to country and changes slogan from giant FM to giant FM country WXOK 1460 Port Allen, Louisiana changes format from silent to gospel music and adds slogan Heaven 1460 KDCO 1340 Denver, Colorado changes format from sports to Spanish religious and changes network provider from SB Nation Radio to El Sembrador Nueva Evangelización ESNE and changes slogan from Mile High Sports to El Sembrador Radio KGNO 1370 Dodge City, Kansas changes primary format from silent to talk and adds secondary format classic country KLCL 1470 Lake Charles, Louisiana changes format from silent to urban adult contemporary and adds slogan magic 1470 WQXZ FM 103.9 Hawkinsville, Georgia changes calls to WGLH FM WNXP 91.1 Nashville, Tennessee changes format from classical to adult alternative and changes slogan from classical 91.1 to WNXP 91.1 ONE. The following stations have signed off the air. KVUT 99.7, Cooney, Texas. WAZQ 89.3, Duck Key, Florida. WHAZ FM 97.5, Hoosick Falls, New York. KEIN 1310, Great Falls, Montana. KMTL 760, Sherwood, Arkansas, KWJP 89.7, Paola, Kansas, WVIW 104.1, Bridgeport, West Virginia, 
KBCK 1400 Deer Lodge, Montana, WPCF 1290 Panama City Beach, Florida. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a very good week. Tell you when things are getting harder when you start hearing those stations nine signing off at the nine end. Of them. And, yeah. and they, uh, we had the highest, and I remember the record early, like maybe in April, we had like uh, eight, I mean 12, 12 yeah. was the record. But uh, that's one of the higher amounts. I thought it was interesting. Now, that's a new format on me, News, Spanish News Talk that WEFX is going to do. Where is that going to come from? Is there, are there other stations doing that? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> I don't know. There were a couple of things, off. Jeff, in uh, Waterloo, Iowa, that changed. K- K-O-E-L, which was at 98.5. They are going back to 92.3, which they used to be uh, in the old days, and they're going back to their old home. And uh, then the station that was there at 92.3 are going to 98.5. And I think part of the reason for that is that KOEL thinks that 92.3 is a better signal is that for the one that's Is that the one that's doing country music? Yes. Okay. I got them on a sporadic E opening in Galveston in the late 90s. Wow. Well, well, I always uh, Doug is here so he can do his radio reviews he's like. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that, Douglas. Uh is your name Echo Doug, or are you regular Doug right now? <laughs> good question. No, no you're good. <laughs> you're good now, buddy. Wow. You, uh, <laughs> so we're not uh, echoing now, right? Right. No. no. Outstanding. Uh, well, part of that was me, and part of it was the computer, so I had to fix both sections of it. Uh, but anyway. Been there, done um, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I bought a radio that's been around a while. And I heard reviews of it that seemed to suggest it was pretty good. It's the Sanjian Table Model HDR-18 AM FM HD. It has 10 presets, presets on AM, 10 on FM. It picks up AM HD and FM HD as well as your standard AM and FM signals. And I would have done a review of it, but in this time of the year, you cannot almost get flat line AM reception without some skip coming in. And um, so I wanted to make a uh, recording when AM was like even flat, and that way I could show distant uh, stations that are hard to get and ones that aren't and have a steady, constant signal on all radios tested. So that's why you don't hear one. But anyway, I'll make this brief. Um, First of all, uh, mechanics of the radio itself. This is a wooden radio. It's got a uh, bass port in the back, which is supposed to increase the amount of bass the radio has. Has separate bass and treble controls. Has two alarms. Has sleep alarm. It has a remote control, and the weird thing about the radio itself is the buttons that normally do presets do multifunctions, like one's an alarm and one's a snooze, etc. So you have a specific button that you have to press before you press presets. For example, preset button, then number one. Preset button, then number two. The cool thing about the presets, though, is when you press the preset button, you can tune your radio up and down the dial, and it will tune your presets, not the regular stations. When you press in on the tuning knob, when you found the preset you want, then it stays focused there. 
If you tune the radio, say you're going from preset one to preset two, three, four, and you stop on preset four, and you don't do anything for about 10 seconds, the radio will go back to the last station you were listening to. So that was kind of a weird thing to realize that would happen. So you do have to confirm the preset once you've landed on it using the tuning dial method. Um, performance. FM performance. Oh, my goodness. Um, this radio is not quite as selective as I would like it to be. Um, for a um, radio that costs $200 list, I thought the selectivity should be a, a bit better than it is. It's not awful, but it's not as good as some of your DSP portable radios are. For example, uh, when we have uh, two stations on one, well, one on 103.5 and 103.9, and a translator on 103.7 that's about 40 miles away is hard to hear on this radio because it just can't select that frequency from the other two. You get splattered from 103.5 in the way, and that's pretty much a local station. The Sanjian HDR-16 can pick up 103.7 in the clear, for example, and this radio just won't do it. Having said that, <clears throat> excuse me, the sensitivity of this FM is knockout. I'm telling you, um, when comparing it to, say, the portable Sanjian HDR-16, if you tune in a weak station on the 16, it's much more intelligible on this radio. The HD on this radio is the best I've ever seen on a tabletop radio. It's The actual HD pickup itself is better than the Sony tuner that I have. In other words, uh, we've got a French station in Morgantown, West Virginia on 101.9. And 99% of the time, this radio will get it in HD. And other radios in the house will maybe get it 50% of the time, you know, based on conditions, etc. Um, today, 94.5 in Pittsburgh was running on reduced power, and the Sanjian HDR16 or the 14, neither of those two portables would pick up the HD2 signal from it, and this HDR18 did. Uh, that's how much I am impressed with it. It's just that good, and I can't wait for DX season this summer. AM. Woo-wee. AM is good on this thing. Um, most radios in my house hear nothing at all on AM580, for example. AM580 is Harrisburg, PA, with uh, Windsor, Ontario behind it on a really, really, really good radio. And this radio will pick up traces of Harrisburg. It also picks up traces of 550 from Harrisonburg, Virginia, and Buffalo, and other radios won't do that. It's that good, top to bottom. It is sensitive. It's very selective on AM. It's HD works because I was able to listen to WGY Schenectady at night when conditions warranted, and that's about the only AM HD I know. Um, it did try to pick up Frederick, Maryland at 820 when uh, local sunset was near, but our AM conditions are such that stations further west are much stronger now, and that station's harder to get in the wintertime here. I can't wait till spring to see how it does. But um, this radio is a keeper. 
It's got um, an external antenna that's telescopic that's attached to the 75-ohm connector in the back. It's got an antenna switch for FM, and it's got a two-terminal antenna <clears throat> um, things for AM on the back as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, like I said, it, it's a keeper. Oh, it also has um, auxiliary in and auxiliary out, so you could feed the signal from this radio to a hi-fi system or somewhere else, or you could play your, your telephone or some other device. Through headphones and through the output, it is stereo. Uh, it is a one-speaker system, so all you hear is the mono signal. And that's it, but I, I think it's definitely a keeper. Could it be better? Yeah, it could be a little better, especially with FM selectivity, but uh, I do like this radio quite quite a lot. Where did you buy it, Doug? Amazon for one sixty nine ninety five. How is the manual for reading it to understand how the radio works? They're not always the best, but did you find it? I know it probably could have been better. It could be better because the button layouts, you can't quite tell where things are unless you get somebody to show you. Wow. So the remote buttons are kind of neat in that when you, it does have a frequency button, so it's got one through zero on the remote, so when you press those buttons by themselves, they go to your presets. When you press the frequency button, and when you're, say, on AM, and you press 880, it goes right to AM 880, and in the daytime, that's Worthington, Ohio, and at night, it's WCBS here. What about 1010? Can you get anything on 1010, or is KDKA AM too strong? Oh, I get, um, at night, I, well, in the daytime, I can't get um, CFRB. I cannot because KDK is just too much. But at night, I get uh, winds one way and uh, CFRB the other, plus a mix of whatever else is there. Mm. Wait, Jay, the question. Walter Swank has a question. Uh, Walter, if it's a question for Doug, well, let me take your call. Can you unmute yourself, Walter, please? And then we'll see if he has a question for Doug. If he has a question for Doug, please. Go ahead, Walt. Well, I, um... Um, well, I guess I, I do. Well, I don't, but, but uh, I actually have the uh, both those two radios, uh, the HDR16 and the HDR18. And oh, good. Yes, yes, I do, and and they're and the, yes, they are both very good. Well, what's your opinion? On which one do you like the best, Walt? Um, well, the the 18 does pretty good. I use that. Uh, that's kind of my uh, my clock rate. Uh, my clock radio, basically, because I have it sitting next to my bed. Um, it, um, I, I guess I like them both. Um, or at least uh, sixteen. Uh, the, the other one I use for traveling. Yeah. But since I haven't been able to do a lot of that, this. You know. <laughs> I, I tell you what else the the eighteen will do that will knock the socks off the sixteen is um, if you know what capture ratio is, the HDR eighteen is excellent capture ratio. What that means is if you have two stations on the same frequency and you can know one out and pick up the other one, this radio will capture both signals depending on where your antenna is pointed, and it does it very, very well. We have a, a, a Catholic uh, translator on 106.3, and I can easily, easily listen to Indiana PA clearly with that radio uh, with the translator on. Now, what okay, about well, AM? I did have one more. Uh, okay. I'll go ahead, Walt. Uh, well, um, okay, you mentioned something about a base thing on the back. <clears throat> oh, it's got a little round, the round hole in the back of it is a base port. It, it okay. helps increase the base of the radio. Okay, and, well, I don't know how you, 
Okay, so you don't have to do anything to no, it. No, no, no. It's just design. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're talking about. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, and the radio does have separate tone controls that you can adjust with the remote and with the radio itself, too. Separate bass and Oh, trip. yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Did you have to use Ira to, somebody help, or to help you out with that with the radio initially, Doug? You know, Jeff, I got it running. Uh, in other words, I was able to tune by just, you know, figuring out where to turn it on and tuning up and down the dials. But to get the button layouts and how to do things, yes, I did. Okay. Well, so it sounds like you would recommend this radio, and uh, maybe I wonder if you'll be able to do a, uh, a, pre-do- a produced uh, uh, audio demo of the radio at some point. We would like to see that if possible. I know that you're busy sometimes, but if you can do that, it'd be really great. I'm sure people would like to hear that. Oh, yeah. I, I plan on it, and what we I will We didn't do... say we were going to pay you, though. We just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll give him 20. The usual rate, Bill. <laughs> yeah, the usual. Yeah, right. No, we're going to lower him 20%, like uh, Amos did. From oh, zero. that time, isn't it? <laughs> What's zero of 20%? So, yeah. But, but I, I tell you, this radio has become one of my favorites, and uh, right now, I'm really liking it. But you, but you, would, you would say, though, Doug, for, for someone, once you get it figured out, it's pretty accessible for a total to use. I'll say this. Um, if you want to use the alarm uh, features, if you want to set the radio's uh, regions because you can set it to 9 or 10 kilohertz on AM and you can tune <laughs> FM down to, I think, 64 uh, maybe not, though, but those things are hard to do because they are definitely menu-driven and nothing talks. And I haven't played with those things much, but the basic operation of the radio, tuning, presets, those things you can do. The other things rely on knowing where you are on the radio and then using your tuning dial to make the selections. And travel. You wouldn't want to travel with this radio because it doesn't remind me of a, a good traveling radio, is it? Uh, no, it's, 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 um, it's a table model size. Most of their wooden radios appear to be the same size. They just have different guts inside them. At least that's what I think. Because um, I've got a WR11, a wooden radio, which I wouldn't recommend to anyone. Unless you wanted just to hear local stations. But, well, um, <laughs> let me ask you this. Everybody is pushing, well, i got to use my Luxor, I'm going to use a Victor Stream, or I'm going to use my phone. What compels you? And maybe it's some local radio, especially the smaller towns. Or What compels you to lay down $169 on a um, tabletop radio? Well... I had a Bose um, wave, one of those older wave radios in my family room, and it was hooked up to my Echo device so I could listen to my uh, Echo Dot through it. And then I had the advantage of having standard AM, FM radio. And you know those Bose radios right. aren't that great for actual reception. And I just wanted something with a better AM and a better FM uh, that could still give me the the uh, functionality of, of feeding my audio from the echo dot through it and it sounds pretty good so i think what i'm trying to say is a lot of the big stations are cutting back scaling back and you know we talked about that but some very good local stations like you found and some local radio and some just there is still some good radio out there that you can listen to I hope. Yeah, um, we have some small town radio that appear to still have some staff and do actual local newscasts. Um, 
there's a station in Uniontown, PA, on 590 here that uh, oh yeah that uh, does local news and lots of fun local ads. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hear they stream the Steelers, so I hear a lot of their stuff. When they, <laughs> yeah, the and wait, wait a few days, because we had a major solar flare a while ago, they, uh, Doug, and you might find that the A&B is going to be changing a little bit. So uh, you might, uh, they had the, I know they had the Northern Lights here yesterday night. People could see the Northern Lights, not here at all, but because of the pollution in the atmosphere, essentially too much around here. But if you're out in the country, you could see the Northern Lights uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, we've got a traveler's information station that's somewhere between 10 and 15 miles from here on 1670. And this radio gets it like none of the other ones do. It, it does really nice. Would you compare this? But And I know, Walter, you've got another question. We'll get to you. But would you compare this comparable to our old Super 2s and things that we liked back in the day? The old 55, the Sony SW55. How well, you know the the fifty five hundreds AM was was it was okay it wasn't great um, it you, it didn't have good uh, what's called automatic gain control to it so you had to turn it up to hear the weak stations but the super the uh, well tuned super radio was probably one of the best AM portables I ever saw <laughs> and I don't know that this radio would beat it I I'm not so sure I don't know it. hey remember the story when you and I were at the store. And I was looking at those radios, and the guy goes, you don't want this one. It's been dropped and whatever. And Doug said, yes, you do. You want this radio. <laughs> yeah. Let's take it home. And we did, and it was outstanding, wasn't it? What about FM overload? A lot of times if you're in a city and you're near FM transmitters, uh, you get the overload all over the dial from that same radio station. Is this, is this susceptible to that at all? This is one of the best I've seen. It's, um, it's very good with that. Um, we've got a 96.1 that's strong here, and it product mixes with 96.9 on most radios. And when it does that, uh, say 97.5, 97.7, 97.9, they're a mess on a lot of radios, and they're not on this one. Walter, I had one. I asked you to unmute. Well, what is your question? Walter, before you ask your question, I'm going to ask you a question because you live in the same kind of a similar area that I do. What With this radio, what is the signal like in our area for for a lot of the local stations. Um, excuse me. Uh, it's it, it's it's pretty good. Uh, you know, you get all the. Um, actually, you can get the the, the uh, KDLS FM, the little station there in Perry, Iowa, um, which is which is a, about thir- which is about thirty miles away. Yeah, and uh, remember, we used to get it really good here when it was at one hundred one five or one one hundred five five. But uh, it's actually. But if I want to get if I want to get the local Des Moines frequencies here, this, you think the signal's pretty good? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead with your question now. Oh well, no, I was just gonna uh, uh, one more thing on on the eighteen. It also when you come to the uh, uh, time changes, it will do that automatically. Yep. Yes. But Walt, did you have any vision? I do. Yes. Okay, so so is is the, is the screen display easily? Re- I mean, I know you you're have you're visually impaired. Is it easy to read for someone who is has some sight? Okay, well, no, um, the difference. Uh, okay, uh, for this now the sixteen you can read fairly well. I mean, it's a little. And I don't know if you've had this. Uh, is it Doug? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if you have this issue, but it's very dim. Or the uh, the uh, uh, on the sixteen anyway, it's very kind of dim on that, and I don't think there's any way of uh, fixing that. But uh, um, and you can see that one pretty well. The eighteen, 
you can see the you know the uh, the call letters and, you, and all that. You kind of have to uh, work a little harder to look at like the songs and the and the and you know, the title songs and the artist and all that. Have you tried adjusting brightness on the 18? Uh, oh, oh no, I, oh yeah, I've done that. I've got that. Okay, it, 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 I've got it bright, as bright as it will go. <laughs> Okay, Walt, one other question for you, Walter. What is the, you've got a bunch of radios. Are those your best two radios, the 16 and the 18, or do you have better radios than those? Well, obviously, I do have the Super Radio 3 still and um, uh, around, and uh, which you know, I, I guess I don't use as much as I used to, but I still have it around. But, yeah, for, for, for travel, I've been doing the 16. Oh, and I also have the EP Pro. Oh, okay. So uh, The Supreme EP Pro as well. But, uh, yeah, the 16 is the one that I, I travel with the most when, when, when I can travel. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, well, I had an EP Pro, and it was too much like everything else I had, so or other things that I had, so I got rid of it. But it picked up more FM splatter here than a lot of uh, DSP radios do, so I wasn't happy with that. Well, this is good. this is good for me, Doug, because I'm actually looking for a good radio. I I have had a CC Plus, but I've had it for gosh 20 years, so I mean I can't complain. But I think it's about on its last leg, so I'm going to have to replace it at some point. So this is a good suggestion. Well, if you do with a portable. Um, if you can stand the tuning of it, the CC Radio 2E is quite good on both AM and FM. Um, I just don't like the way it tunes on AM because whenever you tune the dial, the internal antenna, uh, it's got a tuning coil that adjusts the signal. Yep. It goes kind of up and down, and, and it also mutes between your, your oh, dial. I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. Hey Doug, I want to thank you. Uh, you know, we if we'd like to have you on, maybe, maybe, maybe no, no, maybe you come on and we can do it. Do I'm, I'll talk to Bill. I'm, I always talk to Bill, but Bill's always Bill. Bill's the cool boss, you know. But maybe you can come on sometime and talk about, you know, for those who may not know anything about buying radios, you know, where to start, what to do, and and and, and what to, what to look for, and maybe we can have a uh, we can spend more, even more time with you next time. Okay, sounds good. And we can go from the low price to the to the, to the top price, and you can bring your friend back with. With you too, Doug. Oh, Mr. Echo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I, I think, though, in a lot of ways, Bill, I think that's a, it's a good topic because I think a lot of people like oh. this topic. So I, I don't think you could probably spend enough time no, on we, that we, we love our radios, and Absolutely. it's the challenge of it. We yeah, just... and Doug is an old hand at, at all things radio. He's, he's been on since the very beginning, basically. So, uh... <sighs> Doug gave me my start in radio, God forbid. Uh, Doug says, why did I do that? But anyway, we've, we've been through the echoes before, so we know technical issues. That's just part of it. What our famous one here is the 628 special we've got that for a while there that was bugging us. So it happens, and thank you again, Doug. Well, thanks, everybody, and I hope this review was you know, helpful to somebody. I hope you got something out of it. Yeah, thanks. it can make me buy a Thank radio. You, Thank you. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy you holidays, and you're welcome to stay on as long yeah. as you'd like, Doug. Thank you. And happy Hanukkah to you, Jeff. And, yeah. uh, Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Mike, Thank you. Yeah. All right, uh, Jeff, I think it's time we did. Well, I'm going to do this special on Donald Davidson. And 
I, I know if Bernie's still here, um, Bernie, you'll remember Donald Davidson. I met him. Did you? I've met him a yeah, time or met two. Him totally, I met him totally by accident. He was uh, at the station, uh, and he was actually uh, wandering aimlessly around trying to get to the fan. And so he came into my studio, and uh, he said, hello. And I said, hi. He goes, I'm, I'm Donald Davidson. And, well, I about you know, fell on the floor because mm-hmm. uh, I'm meeting this legend. And I go, oh, hi. And I shook his hand, expecting good. And... Uh, he said, I'm, I'm supposed to be going to the, the fan uh, to, uh, to do a sports show over there. I said, oh, well, I'll escort you down there because I knew exactly where it was from where I was. And he just, nobody showed him where to, to be. But it was just so cool to finally meet this guy. It was just like totally by accident and a great experience. He was a down-to-earth guy, too, Bernie. He, um, I met him at the blind school a couple of times, and he's so humble. And... As as people can tell from this feature that I've got coming up, and actually we did Sid Collins from the 1964 race when Donald actually came over his first year. He was 21 years old, came over from the U.K., and back at that time, the IndyCar race was big on Memorial Day. You could listen oh, anywhere yeah. in the country. I mean, it was the race and donald davidson was doing something that nobody had ever done before the closest to donald davidson i've ever seen is here on all things radio is chris and jeff is very good too but the really no facts and figures and what happened in 1958 or 62. Yeah, or, yeah, I, I right. know. That was amazing when he could do that. He could do it from the very first time he was on. He right. Was outstanding. And I remember when he came over, and uh, we may hear different parts of his career. I don't know what you've got. But I remember his British accent, and then I heard him years later, and it was basically gone. Right. I think you'll like this. This was actually recorded from the race right after the second lap crash, which killed race car drivers Dave McDonald and Eddie Sachs. And Mm -hmm. this was my second or third race. I remember vividly as a young person, but this was, was something else. And I think you're going to enjoy this piece. And even if you don't enjoy auto racing, you'll enjoy this guy's story. So here we go. For All Things Radio, I'm Bill Sparks. It's my pleasure this week to make an introduction to a feature that I'm doing on Donald Davidson. And you might say, who in the world is Donald Davidson? If you've ever listened to the Indianapolis 500, and I think many of us have over the years, you could hear it anywhere and everywhere Memorial Day weekend on a Sunday usually or on the on Memorial Day. But later years, it went to a Sunday. We're going to talk about a broadcaster who's retiring, just announced his retirement on Monday. His name is Donald Davidson and worked at the track since that point, what, 56 years and what a historian. In fact, anything about the Indianapolis 500, he could tell you off of his head. Any race, any driver, it was just phenomenal. And what he provided for the network was just outstanding and entertainment. But more importantly, I met the gentleman on a couple different occasions. What a nice person. Just nice person. 
So it's my honor to be able to bring you some highlights of Donald Davidson and his first race when he came over from the UK in 1964. Alongside me is Donald Davidson. Donald dropped us a line last year after the 500 broadcast. He lives in London, England. He's a projectionist in a cinema there, he said, and was a race statistician and would like to join our broadcast crew. Well, we answered his letter, and he asked for a picture, and we sent that along. Donald, I don't know why in the world you wanted that, but we sent one to you. Then he wrote me back, and we corresponded, and he finally decided he would come over here and take his seven years' life savings. He's age 21 now, and be here and watch the Indianapolis activity for the first time. And when he got here, everyone, and I mean from Tony Holman on down and around, has been astounded by this young man's great wealth of knowledge on the Indianapolis 500-mile race. Don, I can't ask you the question such as how are you enjoying it because naturally with the death of two of the participants it could not have been pleasurable for you. But being here in Indianapolis I know has been just being in, in town. Well, it's been marvellous the way I've been uh, received. I didn't expect this at all. When I arrived here I was quite prepared to uh, speak to maybe two mechanics and a driver and I would have been happy. But, but everyone has been just marvellous. Uh, I've really had a wonderful time. And we invite you to be on this broadcast because we are heard through Armed Forces Radio Service in London. That's where you have been listening to us over these years. That's right. Well, now I want to give the people just a little idea of what you do. They'll have to take my word, and I'm sure our listeners trust me after all these years. Donald has no notes in front of him. We can name any, any race driver, and he has the knowledge of Indianapolis drivers from 1911 on. And here's the way he does it. Uh, let's say a name. Fred Frame. Fred Frame. Uh, first came here in 1927. He drove a Miller Special. He was relieved by only... Uh, for only five laps, George Furnick took over, and he alternated with George Abel. The car finished in 11th place. Frame only drove the five laps, but he got back into the uh, race as a relief driver on Frank Elliott's Junior 8 front drive special, which was owned by Cliff Durant. It finished 10th. In 1928, he drove an SAI special. He finished uh, in 8th place with Ben Shove co-driving. 1929, he drove a Cooper special. He finished in 10th with Johnny Seymour co-driving. I don't have to be rude again, interrupt you, because the fans are going to say, get Davidson back to London. Let's see what's going on. But I wanted to show them what you do. It's fantastic and take my word, I kid you not as Jack Parr says, this young man does this without any notes. He has studied in Indianapolis and this is his first race in his life. I'm glad you came in to see us. Thanks, Don. Thank you very much for having me. And we'll see you at the victory dinner tomorrow night. Okay. All right? Very Enjoy good. You. Donald Davidson from London, England and he's a fabulous guy. Isn't he, Fred? You've talked to him out there in the garage. Oh, he certainly is and when you said he hasn't any notes, the only notes he has is inside of his head and that boy is fantastic. He ran me off from the day I came here. And uh, he's done it several times now, and without a hitch in it, it's uh, fantastic. And we threw out a few old ones at him, too, you know, old boys that I oh, don't remember. And he did an excellent job in reviewing their entire history. Well, he's loved Indianapolis all of his life, and the reason it's so unique is he lives in London. He'd never seen an auto race before this one today. Just uh, not a few. You're just like one of one. You're like the only full-time track historian we know about. Well, I, apparently I'm the only one that's uh, paid uh, anywhere at any track in the world, I think. But Long's Bakery is closed. Can you believe that? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, we, we found some uh, great food out here oh, and good. also some donut burgers. So I guess that'll have to tide donut you over burger. for now. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know if I would. What would have there? By the way, can I just say it's money well spent paying you to be track historian because you are the go-to man and we've had some great coverage on rtv6 this year thanks in great part to you and all of the uh, help that you've given us we appreciate that. well i work with judy and I, I think i'm an honorary member of the channel six news department because i've talked to her every day since uh, golly well
about January, I think. And uh, in fact, sometimes I was on a trip. We, we uh, I think I went to 72 counties riding with Mayor Harmless, uh, former mayor of, Car- of uh, Greencastle. And Judy would call while we were on the road. And then he said, hello, Judy. And we check a few more pieces. And, uh, and then I see Erica when I go to do the radio show. And I'm uh, waiting for security to let me in. She waves at me if I, if I catch her on a break. And I, that means a lot to me. Thank Judy, you. of course, our producer behind the scenes. Yeah. The 100th running yeah. of the Indianapolis 500. Yes. There's a lot packed into those 100 years. Is there any year that you don't remember? But that I don't remember? Yeah. Oh, I know oh, everything about every year. I could, I could probably soft shoe shuffle through any, all of them, I think. But uh, favorite year? Uh, well, my favorite memory, I think, would have to be the the day that I walked into the track for the first time in 1964, and I was finally here because I had dreamt about it for years. But I, I have to say, I'm just astonished by the crowds. We knew it was going to be bigger this year than it has been for quite some time. But by by Friday, I mean, I couldn't believe the crowds that were in town already. And th- this is absolutely massive. Yeah, the Carb Day crowd is unbelievable. I yeah. mean, I'd never seen, even on race day, no. Pagoda Plaza packed like it was on Carb Day. Massive. And the people, they, they just seem to have a passion for this uh, IndyCar yeah. racing and Indy 500, more so today than ever. Well, you've always had these tens of thousands of people that have been coming for their whole life. And uh, we're on like third and fourth generation. In fact, I'm going to pose pretty soon with a family, extended family. It's about 40 people. And they said, we, we, we do this every year. In fact, one of the ladies, she cooks a Christmas ham because we get more people for this than we do at Thanksgiving or Christmas. <laughs> but what did surprise me was we had a, an opportunity to do a little bit on the PA during the vintage cars yesterday. And I typically ask the crowd, how many have been coming 30 years, 40 years, and 50 years? It gets a cheer. I said, how many people are here for the first time? And I was amazed. It was probably half the crowd for the driver's meeting at that time. Just this huge cheer. And I thought, you've never been here before? Well, number one, where have you been? Right. Where the heck have you been? And and number two, does that mean that they will get swept up in the passion of it and then they will continue to come back? So the future looks bright, I think. You meant so much to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You mean so much to us. We thank you for all your knowledge and your wisdom. Just thank you for everything. Bless you both. Yeah, it's great having you as always. Thank you both. There we go. Wow. Yeah, and you see where the accent went. Yeah. He still had a bit of it, very bit, but right. it really just shows you, you know, how, how it, it can just sort of go away as being there for over 50 years like that. That's that's amazing. But, yeah, he, he would do that, and you knew that they would just ask him questions, Sid or the later guys, just ask him a question and say, or they'd say, they'd ask him an open-ended question, they'd say, have you seen uh, such a move? You know, we've had so-and-so come from, he started at that pole uh, at position 31, and now he's up in number six. What are some of the big moves, you know, uh, you know, from the back to the front? Or, you know, they just a uh, question like that. And he'd say, oh, in 1936 this happened or whatever. And just throw it out there. Well, he wasn't the only one to see tragedy in the race of uh, 1964. I don't know what year it was. You'll have to tell me. There was a race that uh, Sweet Savage was killed, I believe it was. And Saul Walter, I think it was there. Was, was, I'm not sure if he was 1973, killed, Jeff. Wow. I mean, I'm not really into it that much, but man. Whew. 
1973. Well, they had to stop. The one in 64, they had to stop it. It only ran for a couple of laps, and they had to stop the whole thing. And that was amazing. It just got totally quiet. Did you notice the sound of the cars? They were totally different than they are now. Oh, yeah. Back in 64. Totally different. Well, you notice they did those pieces. There was no pandemic. Boy, how that has changed. Humble the all. So... Um, yeah, that that broadband and the local radio station here, the fan or WIBC at the time, they've got years and years and years of him doing a trackside show every night during May. I mean, at seven o'clock or eight o'clock, whenever Pacer games are, you could hear that show. And I mean, he they would have him on the weekends. Nights. He was a time. Well, when you got a resource and you something unique that you can do, and if people, if you get somebody who recognizes that, then uh, you're you're golden. You're good to go in, in radio. So, sitcom, and his presentation was good. Yeah, right. And you know, so yeah, he he came to the blind school a couple times, and I remember meeting him at an alumni banquet, and he was just so nice and. He just stood there and answered questions, and was just just honored to be there. He he mm-hmm. was he was the same off mic as he is on the mic. But I think he's dialed back that retirement a little bit. I think he's still going to do a little bit of race car. I think it's like Jeff and I. They'll just drag us out of here or something. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, some. I think this is such a weird year that some people, some people retired because it's such a weird year and they just say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to go back to the... But some people, they don't want their last race or event or whatever to be with, with no fans and all the things that, that there were this year. So I think you're going to see some people come back for a last hurrah next year uh, when or, or when everything's get back to more normal. As the sister said to me, today let's hope and that's the only thing i want to say is let's hope that 2021 turns out to be much better than 2020 yeah it's gotta gotta be it can only get better (laughs) it can't be much worse it can't be much worse hey how about if we how about if we go to san francisco and i would say chris remember you know how i always say this and remember radio there are those who who really love radio from the night from the from the the 1960s but remember a station that we don't feature a lot of air checks up because there aren't as many air checks of this radio station as others so here we go, Jeff, KYA. Yep. This week, how about a trip back in time? That's right. We're taking that virtual time machine back to December 16th, 1961. And we're going to listen to a radio station, which we don't hear very often on All Things Radio Live. The radio station is KYA AM in San Francisco, California. And the radio announcer we're going to hear is Bobby Mitchell. So without further ado, wanted to sit back and enjoy Bobby Mitchell on KYA AM from December 16th, 1961. On this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Radio KYA. These are the top news stories of the hour. Over in Moran, the verdict is in on an obscenity trial involving Henry Miller's controversial novel, Tropic of Cancer, the jury of eight women and four men finding bookseller Frank Fergina innocent of knowingly selling obscene matter. Elsewhere, the United Nations General Assembly has voted against admitting communist China to the U.N. The vote 46 for the 48 to 36 with 20 abstentions. In Puerto Rico, aides described President Kennedy as extremely touched by the cheering welcome he got today from some 300,000 Puerto Ricans. Meanwhile, in Venezuela, 35,000 armed troops will be on hand tomorrow when the president arrives in Caracas 
Back here in the Bay Area, $900 bank hold up today. The Bank of America branch at 19th and Geary here in San Francisco. But the bandit was nabbed before he even got out the door. Those are the headlines. This is Sullivan. The weather watch for the Bay Area. Rain around most of the Bay right now. But the man's predicting it'll clear up later tonight. And he says it should be fair tomorrow and tomorrow night. Temperatures to remain about the same. Right now, it's 45 in San Francisco, 46 in Marin, 49 in San Jose, 46 in the East Bay. Complete details of these stories and other news. One half hour from now on News Watch from Radio KYA. Now featuring constant music. of petitions saying, man, please don't play that record. We hate it. We hate it. And we get other petitions from people who say, play it, that we like it. And I think it's outvoted by three to one that you want to hear it. Anyway, it was a weekly chat. It's by Sue Thompson on the boss of the day. And it's called Norman. Our old Norman, Norman Davis, between eight and midnight. He's another one of the 1260 men. He wails between eight and midnight. Add a half cup of Berkeley Farms half and half to a half cup of regular half and half and see if you can tell which half of the half and half is Berkeley Farms. He... Farms in Berkeley? Hey, Berkeley Farms eggnog isn't just for gifts. Will you spoil yourself a little and enjoy delicious Berkeley Farms eggnog any day in December? Keep it on hand for a mid-morning or late-evening refresher. Berkeley Farms Dairy Fresh Eggnog, like all of the Berkeley Farms products, is available at your store or delivered to your door. Farms in Berkeley? Now that music with the music counts in America's number one popular music station. in the battle. It didn't win, and I think I put you down for not voting for it, but undoubtedly it's going to be a big, 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 big smash. It's called What's Your Name? It's done by Don and Juan. Undoubtedly, uh, you know, a phony name, but what difference does it make? We all use them. Got it all noses, though. 29 before 6 now, Radio KYA time on the Mitchell Show, as we call every day from Nob Hill in San Francisco, saying a little something. I got a place that I'd like to send you to, and uh, I hope, well, first of all, I'd like you to all make it down, if you can tonight, to the American Legion Hall in Redwood City on El Camino Real, because we got a pretty fine thing. Little Ian Aller coming back along with the Angels, and it's a tribute to James Brown tonight. Between 4 and 8, come on by and say hi. That's tonight at the American Legion Hall in Redwood City, and of course, if you live in the East Bay, Big Daddy Tom Dunn you will be over there with the lyrics. Uh, that's at the Spanish Hall in San Leandro, opposite the Hay Street Post Office. Big Daddy with the lyrics, uh, with the casuals, Richie Alhona, the rocker, taking on all bands' challengers. And there should be a something else night over there, too. So East Bay or Peninsula, come on by tonight to either place. <laughs> Gang on the swinging 60 from 8 to 7. It's beyond the wonder. 26 in front of 6. Cloudy, rain, miserable. Gonna get better tomorrow, the man say. 45, San Francisco. Bill Drake. Between 6 and 9, another one of the 12, 60 men. Okay, keep us in mind. A big bit in San Jose at the Skylark Tribe. A KYA winner, baby. And you can't put him down. A big hamburger that used to sell for half a buck is now 25 cents. That's a quarter. A large Coke, 15 cents. Coffee a dime. Now, this is the drive-in only. Skylark Drive-In, corner West Santa Clara, Montgomery, and San Jose. The place to, to make it after a show or a dance or if you're just cruising around. Will you keep them in mind? The Skylark Drive-In, corner West Santa Clara, and Montgomery, and downtown San Jose. Something else, right? This one by the Shirelles. Dig it. 
fierce, man, real fierce. Probably the next number one song. Now the Shirelles and Baby. It's Y-O-U. 22 in front of six now from Knob Hill. Bobby Mitchell on America's number one popular music station, Radio KYA, where we run the jockey races. And where next time we do it, the jackpot is worth three Radio KYA dollars. 45 Radio KYA degrees in San Francisco. Never have you bought so much for your Christmas shopping dollar as you can at your Bay Area 88-cent stores. For example, you can save $1.62 on two three-roll gift wrap packs, 26 inches wide, 280 inches long, $1.25 value, now two for just 88 cents. And you can save $1.62 now on this fine quality gift wrapping paper, two three-roll packs, just 88 cents, the easiest store in the world to shop every item, one price, 88 cents. So shop tonight until 9, tomorrow on Sunday till 6, 88-cent stores at 2673 Mission in San Francisco, 20th and Telegraph, Oakland, and 441 Cumberland. In Pittsburgh, the ace of the week. It's new, and it's by the miracles. Dig it. What's so Aces unless they're saying it. And that's a boss one by the Miracles. Not saying shop around, but they had such a power-packed potential. It's called What's So Good About Goodbye. Tuesday is Red Tamale Day, so don't forget to buy some Red Tamales. Oh, you could buy more with a peso, I think. One dollar bag Red Tamales, 89 cents on special this week at all United Markets. You're swinging along with Mitch from Knob Hill in San Francisco. <laughs> Tonight, first, the Boston Red Sox have announced that Jackie Jensen isn't expected to play baseball next year. Jensen. For up to the minute sports reports, listen for the Radio KYA Sports One. it on the swing in 60. Former ace, it's Bobby Conrad and bye-bye baby. 15 minutes before 6 o'clock now on Radio KY's Mitchell Show. Friday and a busy day, kind of miserable around the bay, but I think it's going to, you know, square out a little bit later on. At least the weatherman thinks it's going to be that way. Of course, you know how wrong he always is. Holiday spirits in the air, and what a fine time this is to go shopping. Money from local is the convenient way to pay for all your gift purchases as well as other expenses of the season, right? Money, money, money. Money, money, money. Local loan. Local loan service is extra quick. You may phone for your loan, then when arrangements are made, stop in at local to pick up the money. A hundred, three hundred dollars, five hundred dollars or more. So give a happy lift to your plans for the holiday season. Phone or visit your nearby local loan office. Local loan has seven offices conveniently located throughout the Bay Area to serve you. In uh, San Jose, the local loan office is a 29 East Santa Clara Street, second floor. The manager is Larry Means, and the number is Cypress 31552. He's open every Monday till 7 till noon Saturdays, right through December the 16th. Uh, 49 degrees down in the Peninsula Way, or I should say down on the Peninsula, 46 East Bay, and 45 San Francisco, here on America's number one popular music station. Friday, San Francisco. At Channel 1260, where things are happening bigger and better every day. Another jockey race to run shortly with $3 in the jackpot, and don't call that number, please, unless you're here to call the post. Remember, tomorrow night's got to be another big night at the San Pablo Auction Hall, the Untouchables. Many other people will be there, and we hope you'll be able to make it by from 8 until midnight. Everybody's been gathering over that way because, you know, nothing else is shaking in the East Bay except the San Pablo dance. So come on by tomorrow night, the San Pablo Auction Hall. I mean, you're in for treats, baby. Tomorrow night, it's on San Pablo Avenue and Church Lane. It's tomorrow between 8 and midnight in San Pablo. Let's go now with Terry Tyler.
old Terry Tyler started and charted on the boss of the bay, so you want to be a star, huh? All right, you have an opportunity. If you join us late, you can be a star. Just send Bobby Mitchell a letter, and actually you have to address it to me. Don't address it to So You Want to Be a Star. Just address it to Bob Mitchell, Radio KYA San Francisco. Tell me why you want to be a star. If you're chosen, we'll have you come right into the Radio KYA studios and do a portion of the Bob Mitchell show, and then all your friends can hear what a star you really are. A handful of men. Wow. What cool radio back then. Memories of KYA from December 16th, 1961, and the radio announcer was Bobby Mitchell. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, of course you know there's only one great way to get in touch with me. you got to send me an email. That email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. And, of course, if you'd like to hear a classic air check, and if I have it in my library, I'll try to get it on for you as well. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Okay. So that was uh, from the 15th. That was the Friday, and because he was talking about it being Friday. The interesting thing, they were focused on a lot of the new stuff. What's Your Name was just barely coming out. We didn't even have it yet, I don't think. And, of course, that he was funny that he said, uh, oh, that's probably phony names. Well, they turned out to be James and Bobby Curify, who did I'm Your Puppet <laughs> yeah. later on. So there you go. But uh, And uh, I don't think the Sherelle song was really big yet, or the Wanderer. Some people were in the country were still getting done with Run, Run Around Sue. So a lot of new stuff there. They didn't, uh, and, and they're sure shot. What's so good about Goodbye? So that's pretty cool. Oh. And actually, we, we had Bobby Mitchell. We had a Bobby Mitchell, but Bobby Mitchell was actually Frank Kingston Smith at WRKL. He went by the name Bobby Mitchell. On right. this, 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 Bobby mean, Mitchell oh, wow. this Bobby Mitchell passed away in 1966 from Hodgkin's lymphoma. He oh, wow. after, after going to KYA, he also worked at, uh, I believe it was KHJ out there in Los Angeles. He worked for, under the Drake format. And then and we heard that Bill Drake, that's the very same Bill Drake who had the Drake format, who did mornings at KYA. And also other radio announcers who worked at KYA back then with Peter Tripp curly-headed kid in the third row. Norm Davis they talked about as well. Yeah. And Russ the Moose Syracuse. I'm not sure if he was there exactly then, but mm-hmm. Tommy Saunders. Very, very, very famous radio station. Which yeah, I was and, and didn't Bill Drake, wasn't he the one that when you'd have the Drake formula? Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to a million dollar weekend. Yeah, that's, that's, the, one, right? yeah. that's the one. Yeah, that's him. That's the one. I used to listen to the KYA Tribute station. It was on the internet for oh, yeah. quite a few years. It was kind That's of a nice true. little station. Too bad to see it go. Apparently. Joe, can you yeah. unmute yourself? You have your hand raised, and we want to get going so we can uh, go ahead. Oh, I, I just wanted to say I give that air check a five-star review. That's a period of my life when I was into the music of the day and you hear those high-speed announcers and those news stuff they used to do. Wow, at Memory Bank pulled it out. Now I just it was like a withdrawal. And <laughs> well, what can you say when you're 79 years of age and to go back into a memory what radio was wow. like back then? Top 40 format. Wow, super, super. Thank you, okay. Joe. Thank you. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I think we also had Mel Blank on both of those commercials. We did, as a matter of fact. The British uh, thing at the beginning, and then the uh, you know the uh, the tamales later on. His his thing was later. <laughs> You would never hear a commercial like that again today. So, and the, other yeah, thing got, the, other thing you, the other thing you get to hear also in that air check um, was the news. They were talking about obscenity, and, and, and obscenity yeah. was really big then in a the sense because there was a very conservative uh, belt uh, bent in this country against it. And, of course, being in San Francisco, uh, you know, being on the West Coast, very liberal city, so you could see where, where you could see where things were changing. And of course, There was the, actually a job in Boston, and I forget what the guy's name was. He was a city censor. And he would go around and see if movies were were supposed to be fit for people to see and uh, and all this other stuff. So yeah, there was a real thing. 
By the way, Jeff, if you're going to get that good of ratings that you got from Joe, boy, you you better mark those down, huh? <laughs> I think I so. Are. Well, I, I think <laughs> you know it's you know when you when you see people like Joe, and he's older than I am, of course, yeah, and he remembers this stuff. It does bring you back to when you when you listen to the radio, and I, Chris knows yeah. it, I know it, Bill knows it, we all know it. So, yep, yeah. Yep. So, well, I was Bill, just I, thinking, you know, it's just I, you know, I was seven years old in '61. I just started listening to the radio. I, started I was eight years old. On so, uh, so. The, you know, what can I say? I do have a few more KYA nuggets, and we'll we'll get to those uh, uh, as the years as the year goes by or the years go by. So, we do have some stuff. So, we're always finding things, and we and of course, for those who want to know, we do have some modern, more modern air checks. Because I mean, if I do only the ones in the '50s and '60s, we may lose some listeners. So, we want to try to diversify the air check collection a little bit. Oh, yeah. There's some around. good stuff from way up into the '90s. Even, hmm. even now, you can. However, I don't have any air checks of old Bernie uh, Bernie Egan. I would like to get some of your air checks. You know, there are there are a few out there, but uh, they're hard to find. So, if you have, if you can help me out sometime, Bernie, I've got your phone number. You pop, you probably know. I can get in touch with you. We can we can talk about that at some point. So, okay. We'll I, I, I just said we could talk about it, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah, there, there'll, yeah. there'll be a price. Remember, yeah, yeah, yeah you got to you got to charge admission for those, Bernie. We're he doesn't need those. the money as much as those people have. You got to get royalties. You got to get those royalties, right? Right. I mean, I know, I know that they're just making a ton of money doing this show. So if he's yeah. going yeah. to get these for free, well, we've come close. We had an air check where he was in the studio. So there's that. You know, we had that. A few weeks ago, remember? So we're good. Oh yeah, the, there was the there was the air check when I retired. That uh, that, that made it. That's up. right. Right. That's right. Yeah. We had that. And one yeah. other one that I found from someplace. I can't remember where I found oh, it. I like I like uh, your Cheech, your Cheech and Chong thing, Bernie. That was quite good. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Oh yeah, there was there was a C O K song all over it. You're mm-hmm. you're on it. You're on it. <laughs> and I will say, Just Bernie. Do, <laughs> go ahead. Just do do me a favor. Never play Norman again. <laughs> you're one of the well, you're one of the twenty five percent that didn't like Norman. That's that's one Norman. of the that's one of the few polkas that and James hold the ladder steady. The few polkas that made it in oh rock history, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What about, well, luckily, we're Norman, glad that they were only that few of them because I don't know if I could have made it through too many more. You know what about that song? Sad. I think sad movie. My, my my sister likes sad movies, so she's lucky I didn't break oh the forty five on her. You know, it was amazing. That woman was like in her mid thirties or something when she uh, asked Miss A sometime how old Sue Thompson is. She. She's 91 or, 91 or 92 years old. Yeah, no, so she was in her mid-30s. She did those, and back. she sounded like she was about 18, you know? Yes, yeah, she and, did. And she X-Men. also worked with uh, did some, did some, uh, she did some uh, uh, songs with Don Gibson, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So uh-huh. back, around. back when I had XM, she would talk to Flash Phelps oh. uh, quite often uh, over there back in the early 2000s. Oh, okay, cool. He was good friends with that. What, what can I say? And it was Sue Thompson. <laughs> well, I make a reference to Sean in my next segment, and unfortunately, he's not here to hear it, or maybe he'll listen to it later on. Because he's I, whenever, whenever I take the modern rock or stuff like that, with I mix stuff up. Uh, I think of Sean because he's 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 younger than we are and he's more familiar with that kind of music. So well, he's probably at the bar after the dentist. But I will say one thing. <laughs> well, he's not, and it, by the way, though, he's not much younger than me. Oh, okay. No. But I will say one thing before we go, Bernie. That was clearly accidental when I asked you at the beginning if you had a statement to make or anything. I had no idea what you were going to say. Yeah, so, we didn't oh, because it really, that, it really no, did not make the news that, on, on my radio sources. So I couldn't I have you, I scripted that any better and i had no idea that one got past me so, so was that a national meeting you were on or was or did he come into each market and do the meeting or how did that work well, see, you know we we really we're really down pretty much to indianapolis oh, okay yeah he doesn't have yeah. the other markets anymore 
Um, Danny no. Owens Station. He doesn't, he doesn't New have New York except for W. Uh, ESPN Radio on ninety eight WPN and he has right. a part he has a part ownership of of, of uh, the stations of WLIB and WRK and the one on ninety eight seven on the what is it uh, one zero three five uh, what one zero seven five one zero seven five one zero seven five ninety seven one yeah so ninety seven one zero yeah but WBLS yeah. and WQHT ah, but he doesn't yeah. own yeah. them he doesn't own them completely he had investors work with him on that and so Emmis really owns only a part of that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. it was not scripted. It was just one of those things. Let's we'll see what Bernie's got to say. And boom. Well, we always like breaking news on any of our shows. I, I thought I thought you were just leading me right to it. I no. <laughs> and we didn't. And one of the reasons that we didn't know was because a lot of times when people get laid off, the companies aren't going to necessarily publish it. It's the people who themselves no. get laid off. They start tweeting them, and stuff. Who, yeah. Talk, right. who said that stuff to the people who I read for the radio columns and. The, and, you know, they felt they didn't want to publish their names at this point, and they did not. So that's why we didn't know. at some point, we will do some tributes to Terry Stacy. This was a gal that came on as a, re- was working as a phone operator, receptionist, for goodness yeah. sake. And made the transition to radio, the morning team, various talk shows, voice of the community. I mean, this gal had an impact, whether you like her or whether you didn't. She really had an impact. So she's one of those that we're going to have to investigate. She's another one of those people who is just the same in person as she is on the radio. Is she? Exactly the same. Right. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, where she came from here to here. And she did it. And she outlasted, like, Jeff Pigeon and all those other morning show hosts that were there. And she was just there. She went through all of them and is very well thought of in the community. So, well, we better do our last segment and thank everybody and give it to Radio Tim because... He's 1958 gonna, tonight, for those of you who like uh, the real world. Right. If we ever get to it, yeah, we we will do 1958. <laughs> yeah. At least we won't have to hear Norman. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> you might hear the stroll by the diamonds, maybe. I'm not sure about that. No, uh, right, yeah. Maybe the Christmas song by the chipmunks. Uh, that might I be think I'll have to call oh, yeah. Norman. See you guys. Thanks. All right. This week, we're featuring two different radio stations from two very, very different formats and very different markets. First of all, let's travel to Brunswick. Georgia, and we're going to hear radio station WRJY FM 1041 The Wave with their country format. Next, we'll travel to Detroit, Michigan, and listen to radio station WDZH FM with their new alternative rock format. The station is playing 10,000 songs in a row commercial free, and I wonder if Sean can identify most of the songs heard on this radio station. So, without further ado, wanted to back and enjoy radio station WRJY FM from Broderick, Georgia, and WDZH FM from Detroit, Michigan on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. This is Golden Isles. If you're taking a late lunch, maybe having one margarita being bad, make sure you listen to us when you get back to your desk so you can really zone back in. Plug in your headphones, though, when you do. It's the wave1041.com and hit listen live. Everybody here ain't from here, but we're here doing our thing. Yeah. Stop. Country. The wave. 
parades for whatever reason. Great scheduling. Downtown Brunswick's uh, Christmas parade going on tomorrow around 5 o'clock. And so is the Holly Jolly Jackal Parade. Both will be beautiful. I'll only be in one. It can be two places at once. I'll be downtown Brunswick. It's 104.1 The Way You Love how you close your eyes when I pull you in closer. 104.1 The Way You're home. Joe Willie and Robbie Sue. We hope that you enjoy this busy, festive weekend. Parades, festivals, fireworks. You can keep up with all of it on 1041thewave.com. And when we get back Monday morning, we're going to tell you how you can win an under-the-tree prize pack from lots of our great local stores. Joe Willie and Robbie Sue in the morning. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1041 The Wave. Here we go again. Better saddle up. It's time for brand spanking new wave country. Hey, this is Morgan Wallen, and you're listening to my new single. That was seven songs ago. Theaters, uh, send him one up for you. It's 1041 the way you play in the best and most country for the Golden Isles. Pauline Dreesen hanging out with you this afternoon. Warner Brothers announced yesterday their entire slate of movies for next year are going on HBO Max the same day they go into theaters. It's uh, The Matrix 4, Suicide Squad, The New Space Jam. So it's all movies I'd never see anyways, uh, even if they were in theaters. I just, I, I don't care. Talking about girls. Hey, everybody, this is Eric Church. Hey, we're Maddie and Tate. Hey, it's Justin Moore. The Country. On 104.1 The Wave. You don't have to call 563 people every morning to let them know what you ate for breakfast. No joke, there were strawberries and whipped cream on my waffle. That's what Facebook is for. I like this. And you don't have to scour the internet for new music, country news, contests, and a bunch of other cool stuff. I don't like this. That's what our Facebook is for. Like and follow us now at 104.1 The Wave. This is Detroit's new alternative with 10,000 songs in a row commercial free. Made possible by Buff Whalen Chevrolet of 98.7. and WDCH HD1 Detroit. The radio.com station. We are Detroit's new alternative. All to 98.7. you want to be is hanging out with your ex after what they did to you. We got your back. Detroit's new alternative. All to 98.7.
building Detroit's new alternative, Alt 98.7, just for you. So it's kind of a work in progress. We want to hear your suggestions. So follow us at Alt 98.7 Detroit. And oh, my gosh, I just hammered through my hand. <laughs> very different radio stations with very different formats. We started things off by listening to radio station WRJY-FM from Brunswick, Georgia with their country format. And we concluded things by listening to radio station WDZH-FM with their new alternative rock format. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email. The email address here, as always, is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.